Welcome to the Porn Free, Shame Free podcast, produced by Caleb Micah Ministries. We hope God uses this resource to help you pursue freedom found only in Jesus. Well, hello, and welcome to the Porn Free, Shame Free podcast. Today we're going to talk about what does it mean to walk in recovery from things like pornography and sexual sin. I want to remind you that every time we do this podcast, there's going to be a strong emphasis on the Bible, God's Word, Scripture. I believe with all my heart that the greatest way to experience forgiveness from pornography, the greatest way to walk in freedom from shame is through Jesus Christ. It's possible some of you are watching this today and you don't know a lot about Jesus Christ. Let me just very quickly tell you this, that that I believe that God is the creator of the universe, that God is a holy being. Because He is holy, nothing that is unholy can be in His presence. He created us to worship Him. Colossians chapter 1 in the New Testament of the Bible teaches us that. But because of our sin, because we do things wrong, like lying, stealing, cheating, like being in chains to pornography, because of that, we fall short of God's holiness. We fall short of God's glory, and therefore God has to punish that. God has to condemn that, if you will. And so what happens if we do not um, have any sort of forgiveness for that which we've done wrong? We spend eternity in a place called hell, separated from God. But the Bible teaches us that God the Father did not want us to be separated from Him, and that He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to live a perfect life, to then die on the cross, a perfect sacrificial death, that all the sin of all mankind, that all the wrong that we've done would be on Jesus' shoulders. That, you know, the cheating, the lying, the stealing, the chains of pornography and sexual sin, all of that would be on Jesus. And instead of us having to deal with God's judgment, Jesus would take our place. But the idea is you have to receive that for yourself. You have to believe that you fall short of God's glory and God's holiness. You have to believe that you need a Savior, that you need to be forgiven. I'm inviting you, maybe as you're watching this, listening to this, your first step to recovery is to recognize I've done wrong. These chains of pornography and other things I've done wrong are called sin. And what I desperately, desperately need is a Savior. What I'd challenge you to do right now is to... Humble yourself before God and say something like this to God. God, I know that I've fallen short of you. I know that I deserve to spend eternity separated from you. I want this this sin out of my life, these chains out of my life. And so I receive the free gift of Jesus. I receive the forgiveness that comes through Jesus. And I surrender my life to you. If If that's your heart's desire, would you, as you're watching this, stop the video or stop the audio podcast and right now cry out to Jesus to receive the free gift of Him, to receive His forgiveness and surrender your life to Him? If if you just did that, that's your first step on the road to freedom because Jesus is the one who sets free. Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, also in the New Testament, It's for freedom that Christ has set us free. Free from pornography. Free from shame. Free from all aspects of sin. Maybe you're watching this and you're like, Josh, I have 
surrendered my life to Jesus, or you're listening to this, you're like, I have, I've surrendered. But I'm in chains to pornography, sexual sin. What do I do? The first step, the first step for you on the road to recovery is confession to God. Confession to God. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 says this. Also a book in the New Testament. 1 John 1, verse 9 says that if we confess our sins to God, if we simply agree with God that the things that we have done are wrong, if we confess that to Him, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The best way for me to experience a fresh cleansing of the things that I've done wrong is to confess to God. The thing about pornography and the shame that comes with that, other aspects of sexual sin, and the shame that comes with that is it's in the dark, it's hidden, it's secret. And today's the day you say, no more, I'm out loud confessing it to God, that I'm wrong and I want to experience a fresh cleansing. Starts with confession to God. But it's not just confession to God. Let me tell you something about the church in our nation. Sometimes we walk around acting like we have it all together. Guys, I'm a mess. I'm a mess. I have a past of chains to pornography and sexual sin and shame. I have a present struggle of control and at times losing my temper. And if I don't freshly experience Jesus' cleansing and forgiveness, if I'm not constantly asking him to help me and control me, then I'm struggling. And I need people in my life that I can confess those things to. In the American church, we don't confess sins one to another. We kind of keep things hidden, or we kind of act like we have it all together, or both. For some of you who right now are in the chains of pornography and shame and other aspects of sexual sin, the best thing to do is not only confess to God, but confess to others. James chapter 5, verse 16, another reference from the New Testament in the Bible says that if you confess your sin one to another, that you experience healing. If it stays in the dark, there's no healing. Listen to me. Pornography and shame, sexual sin, grows in the dark. If you want that to die, then it has to come into the light. And then what grows in the light is my relationship with Jesus. The question you say is, Josh, who do I confess to? Well, it might be somebody like a spouse. Or a girlfriend or a fiance, and you're like, Josh, I can't do that. That's too hard. Because I'm telling you, I know because I've lived it. One of the hardest things I ever did was confess my sin of pornography to who is now my wife and was my fiance. And you have to be careful when you confess that you're not dumping the truck. If you share too much information, that's cruel. It's actually not an act of love. Please hear that. Please, 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 please hear that. But to give a generic confession of, this is what I've done wrong. And you say, Josh, when should I do that? Well, God may want you to start praying right now to prepare the heart of that person that the confession's coming. God may want you right now to just go find them and just confess. And you could get all kinds of reaction. You could get love and forgiveness. You could get anger. You could get indifference. But the idea is if you want your heart free, if you want that healing, get it out there. Confess. Again, discreetly, not dumping the truck. The confession is really for you to make things right with God and others, not for you just to clear your conscience. But you say, who else do I share with? Well, before I tell you that, when you confess to your um, spouse 
or girlfriend or fiance, it would be really great if you had some connection either through your church or other relationships where you could connect her with them. And, and this is a good point for me to say, you know, pornography, sexual sin, not just a male struggle. Authenticintimacy.com, authenticintimacy.com. If you are a female watching this, is a great resource website for you to go to. But guys in the room, you're like, what, after I've confessed, what's a good thing to do? Give her space, give her space, give her space, and ask God to provide places for her to connect where she can be loved on. In addition to that, you may want to confess to a pastor, a church member, somebody, another person you know in ministry, a friend. The idea is to get it out there. I'm not saying to confess to the world, but to enough people that it's in the light and that you're learning how to pursue the light and only the light and only Jesus. The more it's in the light, the less shame there is. In addition to that, in recovery, you don't just want to have confession to God, confession to others. You want to have people that can walk with you in the journey. This is a good time for me to talk about recovery groups. I'd highly encourage you in your area where you live or in your church to see if there's any sort of recovery group that you could go be a part of and learn to live out loud with your sin struggle, that you're kind of going every week and saying, hey, here's how I did this week. Um, kind of a national organization that you could look that up is Celebrate Recovery, and you can Google Celebrate Recovery and maybe try to find a group in your area. In, in the state that I live, um, there's a, a, a deal called Regeneration, and if you Googled Regeneration, that might be a place where you could find something if you happen to live in the state where I live. But the, the beauty of those groups is you learn to go and say, I don't have it all together. I'm a mess, and I need Jesus. And here's how I did this week. And you're just out loud being honest. Watch this. You're kind of practicing that confession to others. In recovery, one of the things you need is a sponsor, somebody you're checking in with daily. Here's how I'm doing with my sin struggle. Here's how I'm doing with pornography today, the next day, the next day. Here's how I'm doing with masturbation today, the next day, the next day, the next day. Just checking in, just being honest. But you don't just need a sponsor that you're checking in with daily. You also need a mentor. Now, some of you may have a hard time finding that mentor. My hope is that in your church or in your Christian sphere of influence, you could find that person who could come alongside you and really pour into you and love on you and care for you as you're on this journey to freedom. But if you don't have that, that's one of the reasons I came up with this podcast. Through the blog that we have on pornfreeshamefree.com, through the podcast, it's an aspect where mentoring can take place while you're getting help from that sponsor that's located close in your area. And in an, in an upcoming podcast, we'll talk about accountability and what that really looks like. But guys, hear me when I say this. Finding a mentor in your area is really ideal. You say, what's the difference between the mentor and the sponsor? The sponsor is just hearing from you every day. There's not a lot of correction. There's not a lot of teaching. It's just really, hey, thanks for being honest. Hey, I'm praying for you. Hey, next time text me before you give in. Don't give in and then text me. It's stuff like that. The mentor is this guy, it's this idea of coming alongside, connecting with, being with, 
potentially kind of meeting once a week or every other week to where there's, hey, here's what God's teaching me. Maybe you're studying something like the blogs on this, you know, on our website or, or, or listening to these podcasts and this, then discussing them. Maybe you're reading a book together like Surfing for God by Michael Cusick. Maybe you're walking through the Conqueror series that Pure Desire puts out and you have a mentor that's walking with you, okay? Here is what's really important. The sponsor you're checking in with daily, the mentor you're checking in with two to four times a month. The sponsor is really just kind of that quick checkpoint. The mentor is really pouring into you. And if you don't have that mentor in your area, my hope is that this podcast can be some of that for you. Again, not ideal, but it's better than nothing. And if you would find, seek out a recovery group, I do believe with all my heart that God would provide that sponsor for you. Now let me talk about the type of sponsor and mentor that is needed. In the book of Acts, also in the New Testament of God's Word, the Bible, there are two men. One's called Paul, one's called Barnabas. Paul was a in-your-face dude. Here's truth all the time. Barnabas, very encouraging, very like loving, supportive. And that's not to say Paul wasn't supportive. He was very grace-giving, but he was kind of more truth in your face. Barnabas was kind of more truth with a lot of encouragement. Paul was kind of like truth in your face with grace. Barnabas was kind of more like grace, grace, grace with truth. It doesn't matter if your sponsor or your mentor is one or the other, but what you really need in your life is a Barnabas who's loving on you and encouraging you and a Paul who's kicking your tail and saying, let's get this junk out of your life. Let's confess it to God. Let's confess it to others. Now let's have somebody who's walking alongside you, helping you, pouring into you. I'll tell you right now, if you rely on the podcast for some of that mentoring, I'm a Paul. So when your sponsor, find a Barnabas. Guys, I'm going to give you grace, but I'm going to give you all kinds of truth in your face with grace. Over the next couple of podcasts, we're going to just continue to look at this idea of recovery. But today, to recap, if you're listening to this, watching this, and you've never placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, would this be an opportunity to say, I need to humble myself before God, receive the free gift of Jesus, receive his forgiveness, and surrender control of my life to him. Maybe you're watching this and you're a believer and you know Jesus, but you're drowning in pornography. You're drowning in other aspects of sexual sin. You're drowning in shame. Would today be the day that you get on your face and you confess your sin to God so that you can experience a fresh cleansing as his follower? And it's a day that you go find people that you can confess to. And if it's someone close to you like a spouse or a parent that you've really hurt, that you'd give them space to let God heal their heart. And would that confession bring healing to you and bring healing to them as well? And would you put yourself in a position of recovery to where there's someone walking with you every day, i.e. a sponsor, and someone walking with you two to four times a month, i.e. a mentor, and putting that together is pointing you to Jesus, free from porn, free from shame. (laughs) 